CVS is your one-stop shop for immunity support and more. This week, select Mucinex and Delsum cold relief products are $15.99. Visit CVS or CVS.com today. Restrictions apply. See CVS.com slash weekly ad for details. The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. after election. I'm Leslie Marshall here to set you free. We all want to be set free from this nightmare we're living, whether you are for Biden or for Trump. I always said this would be a very close election. I want to remind people I was right. Uh, I always said this would be a nail biter. There would be no landslide for either side. I told my side that. And of course, the many on the other side on Twitter who wanted to tell me about their landslide victory. Uh, We're just not going to see that for either candidate. Uh, I'm so glad to have with me today a friend of mine personally, a a great professional, and and another host uh, right here on this very network. Mark Levine is host of the Inside Scoop with Mark Levine. It can be heard Thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Mark's also the state delegate for Virginia's 45th district. He's a former legislative counsel to Democratic Congressman Barney Frank and the House Judiciary, Homeland Security, and Financial Services Committees. Additionally, he wrote the legal challenge to the Supreme Court's Bush v. Gore case on behalf of the Congressional Black Caucus. And you can check out his website at marklevinetalk.com. Follow him on Twitter at marklevinetalk. That's Levine with an E for empathy. (laughs) Or on Facebook by visiting facebook.com forward slash marklevinetalk. Hey, Mark. Happy day after the election. So much to talk about and uh, glad to have uh, you with us. Um, First of all, There are a lot of people, Sally Cohn, other Democrats uh, just now posting on Twitter and other social media outlets, um, you know, that Democrats need to have a Zen moment, take a deep breath. You know, Biden's got this. But let's break it down because I'm not so sure. Um, First of all, Fox News Channel, where I am a contributor and on the payroll, uh, was the first and very early to announce that Arizona went to Biden. Uh, Now more votes have been counted throughout the state, especially in Maricopa County, the most populous county, also very high Latino population, uh, and in what was formerly a very red state, and that percentage uh, is closing. Looking at Arizona, Mark, how likely do you think that those 11 electoral votes will leave Joe Biden's column, at least on the Fox Electoral College map, and go into the Trump column? Zero, uh, less than 0.1%. How about that? Why do you say that? Well, it, 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 first of all, it's a very large margin. All right, you've got about 100,000 votes. It may have gone down to 95,000. It's a very large margin. There are not that many votes left to cover. And most of them come from Maricopa County, which is a county that's two-thirds of Arizona and is a blue county. So, frankly, the more votes that will be counted, uh, more likely the margin will widen rather than narrow. There's just not enough room there. I actually saw when Fox made that decision, I turned to Fox and watched that because I know that whatever we think about some of the hosts at Fox, the decision desk is very professional. Yes, they're very uh, good. And and um, I thought he made a very persuasive case then. And I, I think that may have been the time I was dancing around my living room singing Arizona because I, I knew 
that Arizona was the key. It was the key to the lock to say that we didn't necessarily need Pennsylvania. Do, do you want to laugh? Ari Fleischer said that the other day, and I disagreed with him because I said it's going to come down to Pennsylvania, which it still might. But he thought Arizona might hold the key uh, to victory for either. If 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 he is right, uh, then Joe Biden will be president. But we got to see what goes on uh, around. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, 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 no problem. I was posting on Facebook. Because I always felt that Wisconsin and Michigan would go for Biden. I really was never worried about either well, one of we'll those states. Well, we'll get to that, those states. But, but we, the point is, with those and the one electoral vote from Omaha, which I said we got to win, that one electoral yeah. vote from Omaha um, and Nevada, which we'll talk about, um, I knew Arizona could just make the difference. And listen, I've been worried about Pennsylvania for some time. I still think Biden will win Pennsylvania, but I was afraid he wouldn't win beyond— I love you. You're skipping states. I'm but... sorry. Too much. Too much. <laughs> Because I want, I, I have certain things I want to ask. I, oh, okay, I, all right, all right, all right. Here, let me get to my list. Oh, I was being, putting the electoral math together. Okay, so Arizona. And I knew that Arizona was, was the key. I don't think we'll lose that. Let's go to states that we. It's amazing to me. Uh, first of all, we do have to say that um, you know people are going to say, look, you know Pelosi, you know poor leadership. The Democrats didn't have the blue wave in the House. They still have their majority. Uh, they they may not have a majority in the Senate. You know, that's another nail biter. We really won't know until January, most likely. Um, but let's look at states, a state that we would never be talking about. One was Texas. I knew that would go to Trump. I mean, the fact we were having the conversation and the fact that we're having the conversation right now about Georgia is amazing. Biden could win Georgia. That How is not likely the question. is it? Because Georgia, to me, if it is Fulton and Cobb County, uh, which Atlanta, you know, is in and uh, uh, more uh, Democratic How, right now, because I, I seriously had to walk away from all the numbers before I, I, I killed somebody uh, the, for Georgia. How close is he in Georgia? What is the possibility that Biden picks up Georgia? I think Georgia's a coin flip. I think it's 50 50. I think it's absolute heads and tails. The New York Times, by the way, says he's 64 percent likely to win Georgia. I don't um, see any polls anymore. <laughs> well, uh, it's not it's not a poll, it's a prediction. But yeah. no, I'm not going to say 64%, but I will say 50-50. And the reason is because of where those votes are coming from. Uh, they're both mail-in ballots, but more importantly, they're all around the, the heart of Atlanta. Uh, and they are where, you know, Democrats live. It's that simple. Um, there are only 100,000 behind. And I always felt he, now I'm not predicting he'll win. I give it 50-50. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I'll, I will predict Georgia comes down to a recount because I think oh, really? it, it, will, it will be and that And remind close. people again, Georgia is how many electoral votes? So Georgia is 16 electoral votes. It's the equivalent of Michigan. In fact, he could lose Michigan and win Georgia uh, along with Wisconsin and Nevada and, and be okay. So um, Georgia is your Michigan substitute if you need one. Uh, North Carolina, going to go to Trump. I think North Carolina will go to Trump. And I how also many fear, And how many electoral votes do we have there? That's 15. And I fear that um, Tom Tillis is going to get reelected. Um, yeah, it's it not looks 100% that certain. Um, I mean, Cunningham has not conceded yet. Uh, but it looks unlikely that uh, we'll be able to, to, which is one of the reasons and why. And remind folks I, again, what do we have? Uh, two, is Biden at two, 238? Yeah, I I say he's two forty eight because I put Wisconsin in his column. It was called well, for okay, him by not, CNN. Not yet. Okay, you put Wisconsin in his column. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How many? So outlets really, all called? he needs is Nevada and Michigan, and he's done. How many outlets have called Wisconsin for Biden? I know CNN has. Uh, you know what? NBC did too. Okay. AP, yeah, AP called it. I'm yeah, good. NBC as um, well. So okay. Wisconsin so what? Did, so we have two forty eight for Biden and Trump. 
Although Wisconsin will have a recount. I'll be very clear yeah. here. Wisconsin. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get okay. to that. Um, Sorry, there's and, a lot to talk for, about. And for Trump? Uh, Trump has, uh, with, um, with North Carolina, which has not been called for him, but with North Carolina, he will have 229. Now, let's just do without North Carolina. Okay, so. 214. Okay, so he has two, uh, 214 right now. So we have 248 to 214 because we're putting Wisconsin in Biden's column. We'll talk about the recount. Let, um, let, let, let's talk about Michigan. That does look like it will go for Biden. I'm very surprised it's not going to be by a larger margin. Again, we just can't believe polls after this. It's not year. done yet. Michigan, there's, there's still a lot of counting going on in Michigan, mostly from Wayne County, where Detroit is. Right. And I actually think so. Right now, Biden is ahead by thirty uh, odd thousand votes. Well, he was point seven percent, not even one percent, right? Yeah, I, I'm doing it by by numbers of votes. And one reason I do it that way is because I'm looking for Gary Peters, the Democratic senator, and I want him to win too. He's right. behind by about twenty five thousand. You'll find that um, Mark that Biden beats Peters by about fifty five thousand votes. So the vast majority of Michiganders voted for Trump and the Republican, uh, or voted for uh, Biden and Peters. But apparently fifty five thousand or so either didn't vote in the Senate race, whatever it is. Biden is out polling by this margin. So what happened is when Biden was behind by five thousand. Peters was behind 60,000. Huh. Now it's in that tiny little margin in between where Biden's ahead by 30, Peters is behind by 20. If Biden wins by 60 or more, and I think he will in Michigan, that's critical because that will pull, pull Peters over the hump and allow us to maintain that critical Senate seat. Oh, ab no, absolutely. And that makes a, a majority possible. 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 Very slim uh, possibility. It would um, give us okay. 48. We still need two seats in Georgia. We'll talk okay. So Michi Michigan, what you put Georgia at 50-50. What do you put chances at Michigan that Biden gets Michigan? 95%. Okay. So he's got Wisconsin. He'll probably get Michigan. Actually, Nevada wanna, is the I don't want to talk Nevada yet. We'll okay. Because okay. Nevada, let's I don't talk, Let's high. talk Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, um, uh, we have 60 seconds to break. Um, uh, very, very quickly, the president has, uh, his attorneys have uh, requested through the courts that Michigan stop counting. Is that legal? Isn't that voter suppression at its finest? You know what? It's stupid. If he stops Michigan counting, Biden's ahead in Michigan. Biden should say, okay. Well, I mean, he shouldn't say, okay. We shouldn't stop counting. Uh, and he can't stop counting. But ironically, he's arguing for something that would end his campaign in Michigan. So that's a okay, really- Okay, but, but you know, people are saying he wants, uh, he wants like overseers in the room. Aren't there, isn't that the case already? It, any, yes. Every single county in America, you have poll watchers in the room from both parties watching the vote count. Yeah, I even saw guys in and outside, I mean police, who, you know, had bulletproof vests and guns. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with Mark Levine. I'm Leslie Marshall. I'm talking fast because we got so much to talk about. We only have an hour together. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. America. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine, host of the Inside Scoop with Mark Levine, also state delegate for Virginia's 45th district. Good to have him with me. Mark, thank you for holding. Welcome back. We just said during the break that in addition to CNN and Associated Press, Fox News has also called Michigan uh, for Joe Biden. I think you mean Wisconsin just now. I mean Wisconsin, sorry, not yeah. Michigan. I'm, I'm, I'm foreshadowing. Uh, Biden, uh, 248. 
Trump uh, 214. Uh, Michigan has over 37,000 votes with 94% uh, in, 100,000 votes yet to be counted. They should have that by the end of the day. Uh, you put Michigan, which is uh, what, 16? Is that 16? 16, yes. Yeah, 16 uh, for Biden. Um, and, uh, you know, we will, yeah, I already put that down. Let me see. Um, okay, so let's talk. We we touched upon during the break even. Let's talk about Pennsylvania. I said off the air, on the air. I'm not sure when I'm off or on the air when I'm doing radio with uh, Periscope on Twitter, YouTube Live and Facebook Live. Then I'm glad everybody can like peek behind the curtain at Oz. Um, but here's the deal. I w- I'm very surprised that Joe Biden isn't doing better in Pennsylvania, being that he's from Scranton, being that he has been politically from a neighboring state, Delaware, and that it is such a middle class a working class, blue collar union uh, state in many areas, and that there is such a large African-American population in Philadelphia and the surrounding suburbs. I'm nervous those 20 electoral votes are going to go in the Trump column. You say, and although Joe Biden can win without Pennsylvania, you it would put him over the top and we wouldn't have to worry about Nevada um, or even Michigan. Um, but uh, a- a- asking, you know, you said during the break, you think that Joe Biden's going to do very well in Pennsylvania. I hate to be a pessimist. I'm a Democrat. I want Joe Biden to win and I want him to have Pennsylvania and I want it to be by more electoral vo- votes and a larger you know, margin so it's harder for uh, Trump uh, to push back and to fight. But it's just right now such a large percentage gap. It is hard for me to believe that. So tell me where I am wrong. So, so Pennsylvania was the clearest election shenanigans really from the get-go. It was all planned between Trump and local Pennsylvania legislators and, frankly, even on up to the Supreme Court. So what happened is this. Trump knew, his people know, that because um, he says, you know, don't wear a mask and try to inject yourself with bleach and all, and, and COVID, 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 it's going away, that his supporters— uh, are much more likely to vote on election day. And he d- derides mail voting, and Democrats are more likely to vote by mail. And we've seen that all across the country. That's that's not just true in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania actually, until this year, never allowed early voting. It was right. one of those few states, New York's one of them, but there's only a few in the country that you had to vote on election day. So even the idea of early voting was new to Pennsylvanians. So uh, they did do it uh, because of COVID. And the polls show that Democrat, that the vote count in Pennsylvania that was early was 63% Democrats, 20% Republicans, and then some 17% independents. So it's vastly overweighted for Democrats. And that's why, not only do I think that Biden has a good chance of winning Pennsylvania, I think he can win it by beyond the margin of recount. Now, we, we won't know, but, but Pennsylvania is one of the only states, really the only state, that really hasn't had a substantive count yet. And they said all along, they said weeks ago, they wouldn't get it done until Friday. And the right. reason is because the Pennsylvania legislature, which is controlled by Republicans because of gerrymandering, uh, passed a law that said you couldn't even start to organize the count for all mm-hmm. the early voting until the day of election day, mm-hmm. which makes no sense. Why can't you get ready? Virginia, we we were ready. We had our absentee ballots ready to go. Most states did. It, it, it's just it's purposeful incompetence. And they did that uh, so that Trump could do exactly what he did. He could announce we're ahead. He could announce we're stopping the vote count. They went to the, the United States Supreme Court and U.S. Supreme Court with Kavanaugh said, we're going to segregate all these ballots afterwards. And to me, that all looked like a planned election hijacking that if Trump would need Pennsylvania to win and he was he seemed ahead just like you said, he seems ahead, then he would say, I've won already, stop the vote count, 
use this, frankly, bogus lawsuit at, at Supreme Court. And I was always afraid that Pennsylvania was within the margin of cheating. And that's why I was thrilled when we won Arizona, because I knew with Arizona and Nevada, which is still a little touch and go, but I think we've got it. Michigan, Wisconsin, we don't need Pennsylvania. We don't have to worry about these shenanigans. And I've never felt the Supreme Court would do something unless it would change the election. They're not going to risk doing something really shady unless it's Bush v. Gore, unless it's actually going to change the election. So I felt like if we go around Pennsylvania, we go around their shenanigans. Now, so you have put, agreeing with Fox News, Arizona, Wisconsin uh, in the win uh, for Biden. Um, You give a 98% on Michigan a 50-50 on Georgia, giving um, North Carolina to Donald Trump. Where would you put Pennsylvania percentage-wise as a win for whom? Well, because because I think that Biden will win Michigan and Nevada and get to 270 without Pennsylvania, I think they won't do the election shenanigans that I was worried about. And therefore, I give Biden, a, let's call it a 60-65% chance on Pennsylvania, maybe like even that. 70 Nevada worries me, and let's well, talk it worries about me a little bit too. It's it's only it's only six, but when you add it up, it's what gets Joe Biden to two seventy without um, Pennsylvania. And, or and, and Nevada worries me because it's a it's a pretty red state, especially in areas like you know maybe within the city of Vegas and surrounding suburbs, it's a little blue. But when you you know you get further out, and I got to tell you, my brother in law lives in Reno, and he went to MIT. He was like you know this you know pot smoking Silicon Valley guy, and he's in that walk away movement now, and he voted for Trump and Republican, and he's not talking to family members. He's gone like off the cuckoo train. He's probably going to be mad on mention. This I didn't mention his name yet. No, I didn't mention his name. Uh, but um, let's talk about Nevada. Um, it 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 worries me, even though it's just six. It does get, as I said, Joe Biden to that magic number of two seventy. Well, I'll be the first to concede that of all the states. So I've I've said that without Pennsylvania or Georgia, um, Donald um, Joe Biden needs Michigan and Nevada, and I will concede that I'm more worried about Nevada than I am about Michigan. So Nevada's maybe 70%, let's say. I do think he'll win it, but it's it's not 90-something percent. He's only ahead by 8,000 votes in Nevada. Uh, but, of course, Nevada's a, a much smaller state What percentage state reporting? Um, it's about, um, I think it's about 70% reporting. Um, so there's still room for Nevada. The reason why I'm still optimistic about Nevada, though I admit it's not a guarantee, is precisely because of what votes they have not counted yet. I always look when I'm looking at a state. Yeah, exactly. Where I they mean, haven't like, counted yeah, yet. Like Georgia, Pennsylvania. Right, Ohio where, and but... Texas looked great until we realized they counted the 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 early votes first, right. and then they did the same day votes, and that's why all those Trump votes came in later. Um, so Nevada's votes that have not been counted are only last minute mail in ballots, primarily from Clark County, which includes Las Vegas. Now, Nevada is one of those states, Arizona is another one, where one county is a majority of the entire population. Las Vegas, that's a tail that wags the dog. Las Vegas is like 70% of the whole population of Nevada, which is mostly empty desert. And the bluest Um, area of the state. And the bluest area of the state. So the fact that the ballots are mostly from there and that they're mostly mail-in, those factors to me say, okay, more Democrats are mailing in than Republicans. And more more Democrats live in Las Vegas than Republicans. The one thing that concerns me a little bit is that they're the late filed mail-in ballots. And that may, you know, I think Democrats are more, I'm voting early, I'm getting yeah. ready. And that may be a more undecided group. Um, but, but again, um, I, I think we're going to win Nevada. 
But if we don't, we do have Georgia and Pennsylvania as backups. Okay. Uh, and, and I think about we're going to take go, a quick break. Sure. We'll be back right after this message. You know the drill. I'm with Mark Levine. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. Follow Leslie on Twitter. Just go to www.twitter.com slash Leslie Marshall, and we'll be sure to share your tweets. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine, state delegate for Virginia's 45th district and host of the Inside Scoop, heard right here Thursdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Mark, thank you for holding. Uh, Welcome back. I was just looking up some deadline dates in the state of Nevada. Um, you can uh, have your mail-in ballot is allowed until November 10th and in the state of North Carolina until November 12th. Is it possible that we may not know the outcome for a couple of weeks uh, as to who our our president will be uh, in in the next four years, for the next four years? It's it's possible. Um, First of all, they need to finish the count they have. And then we have to see how many outstanding ballots there are Traditionally, it's actually the military is is they usually do the latest ballots, um, and there's a they, they know how many ballots are out there. So you know if the margin is fifteen thousand and there's six thousand ballots out there, then it doesn't matter that we have a week to count them. Or even if the margin is yeah. eight thousand and there are nine thousand ballots out there, we presume that they won't go ninety percent for one side or another. So we're okay. So we'll be able to answer that question probably by tomorrow. But but we don't know the answer right now. If Georgia goes to Biden, can we sleep much better and and believe he will be the next president because he, he most likely are giving a ninety eight percent chance? Oh, abs- absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah. Georgia Georgia would seal the deal. Uh, Pennsylvania would seal the deal. Um, and uh, like I said, Michigan's going well. Um, and, and I'm not that – I'm a little concerned about Nevada, but I don't want to overstate my concern about Nevada. But you know I what? Think- Interestingly enough, I just during the break said, okay, just for blanks and giggles, I think I can say the word, but I won't just in case, right? Uh, let's give Trump Georgia, uh, North Carolina, uh, even uh, Pennsylvania. That doesn't get him to 270. That's we correct. give Biden Michigan on top of what he already has. That doesn't get him to 270. And then it comes down to six electoral Nevada. Votes. From Nevada. Well, not only that, when you think about it, um, one thing I was really pulling for for all night was go Omaha, Nebraska. And I would tell everyone, we need need, Arizona, we need Omaha. And someone wrote me back, it's like, Omaha, that that is state. No, (laughs) because there would be no tie. There would be no tie based on that. For those that don't know, Nebraska... Uh, gives out its electoral votes by congressional district, and one of them is centered on Omaha, Nebraska, and it's one electoral vote, which was critical because if he had not won that one electoral vote, it could be tied. Even if he won Nevada and Michigan, right, we'd have a 269-269 tie. It goes to the House. The Republicans, for reasons we can go into or not, but basically would control that and would have elected Donald Trump. So a tie went. No, to no, Trump. no. I'm confused. Now, you know what? Explain that to people okay. listening because it's confusing. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is Speaker, House Speaker. Democrats have control. They will continue to have control. Um, so why wouldn't the Democrats controlling pick Joe Biden as president? So this is the 12th Amendment, to the United States Constitution. It's only happened. Um, it happened in with, for Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson. And it happened in the John Quincy Adams, uh, Andrew Jackson race. It hasn't happened since. But basically, the House convenes and then every state gets one vote. 
So California gets one vote ah. and Wyoming gets one vote. And so the 54 members of the California delegation, if the majority are Democrats, one. they come together and then they get one vote. And so because of that completely unfair system, um, uh, right now, and this is prior to the new election returns, the new election returns would govern. But right now, Republicans control 26 delegations. Um, Democrats have 23. And one of them, Pennsylvania, as it happens, is tied. So if we got one more Democrat out of Pennsylvania, that would give us 24. We'd have to get one more state. Like if we flipped Montana, for example, that's only one Congress member of Congress. That would give us 25-25. What would about be Arizona? Um, Arizona, I believe, is Republican control. But it, what you do is you, lo you, you look at each of the state delegations to Congress right. in the House, and the majority rules, basically. So um, that's now, how it works. And then the Senate decides the vice president, that's correct? That's correct. Okay, and so has it, has it ever happened? I'm sure it hasn't. What would happen if the House picked Biden and Mitch McConnell says Vice President uh, Mike Pence is the vice president? That, well, that, that, would, that, that very much well could happen. Like we were thinking that the Democrats might win the Senate uh, last night. So the Democrats had won the Senate, uh, but didn't have those House delegations. Uh, you could have had a Trump-Harris <laughs> you could have had a, a Harris as vice president and Trump as president. They have to pick someone who's on the ballot. So they couldn't, right. they couldn't pick Biden, for example, as vice president. They'd have to pick Harris. Um, so, yeah, you, you could have had a Trump-Harris uh, or a Biden-Pence ticket, uh, conversely. You're crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a crazy system. It, it's it's a crazy, it is. We need to abolish it, it's a crazy system. College. It's so let's whole... talk about some crazies. Uh, and and uh, the Trump campaign uh, certainly is looking for recounts in Arizona. They're saying now they may have some recounts because because of the whole USPS debacle in South Florida. Um, the recounts in all these states, will it delay the outcome of this election when they're asking for recounts and they're asking for stop counting in Michigan, recount in Wisconsin, stop and recount in Pennsylvania, even though they're not done in Pennsylvania, recount in Arizona, even though they're not done in Arizona. But of course, they're very happy with don't recount Florida um, or other places. How, how does this play out legally? So recounts must be under state law. They cannot recount Arizona because Arizona, the Democrats are ahead by four points. Now, if it narrows to under 1%, then they can recount Arizona. Wisconsin is a 0.8%. So it's under 1% and under Wisconsin law, under 1%, they can recount. Every state's a little different. Most have 1%. Some of you should have half of 1%. I don't know of any state that has greater than 1%. They simply can't recount Arizona or Michigan or any state for that matter, unless it's 1% or less. But just to give an example in Wisconsin of why I think the recount is, is absolutely designed to fail, Wisconsin has Biden ahead by 20,000 votes, okay? Right. They did do a recount in Wisconsin in 2016. People forget that. Joe Stein right, paid right, for right, it. Right, 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 right. In that recount, it turned out that Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump, I forget which one, gained 131 votes. So 131 the state of Wisconsin. So let's multiply that times 10. That's still, that's 1,000 votes. But he's 20,000 votes short. You don't find 20,000 votes in a recount. You just don't. I mean, unless there's some incredible, horrible, it's hard to even imagine kind of mistake you know, where someone puts a uh, met 10,000 and put a thousand or something like that. But even 10,000 isn't enough. So I'm not at all worried about a Wisconsin recount. And to answer your question, 
Every single state has rules, has timelines. They all know they got to get it done by December 8th, which is the time that Congress has set aside for states to be finished so that they can get it to Electoral College in time. Um, I'm confident Wisconsin will be done in time. If another state ends up between 1%, let, let's say Michigan does or Nevada does, they'll do a recount under Michigan or Nevada law, but it all has to be done in time. And recounts, yeah, you can change a few hundred. We saw that in Florida, you know, with, with Bush. Well, they're Gore. not opening. That ta it takes less time. They're not reopening ballots. The ballots have already been opened. That cuts down like half the time. They run them through the machines again. Yes. What they do. And then the machine spits out where there's a double count or no count. And then you examine those by hand. But um, recounts are not that hard to do, uh, particularly in a small state like Nevada, for example. Not that many ballots. Yeah, even former Governor Scott Walker, who's a Republican, has, uh, I retweeted this earlier today, cast some doubt on Trump's chances with a recount uh, in Wisconsin. Um, and uh, Joe Biden's en route to the Chase Center in Wilmington, Delaware. He's scheduled to speak at the end of our broadcast at 4 uh, p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, uh, Marky Markamaldi, thank you for that. Um, if there are recounts in all of these places that, well, I mean, like you said, it's up to the state. Um, how much not does gonna be that, many. there's not going to be many. It's it's not, not, it has to be within 1%. If you had to predict, okay, I'm going to put you in the hot seat. Okay. One, who will be our president? And two, when will we know? Uh, President-elect Joe Biden will be declared this week, before the weekend. Uh, by I, Friday. I, I think it could, by Friday. Right. By Friday. If he wins Nevada and Michigan, we don't need Pennsylvania. That's correct. And I think we will know Michigan by tonight. I think we'll know a lot of Georgia by tonight. And I think we'll know Nevada by tomorrow. And I think we'll know most of Pennsylvania by Friday. So th this is not going to be wait forever. I know, um, but it could still be a nightmare. I mean, Trump could win Nevada, Georgia, North Carolina, not Michigan, but Pennsylvania. And Biden's Then he done. wins. Then he wins. All right, then okay. he wins. But but um, Nevada's pretty well counted. I I... I I think that's highly unlikely, but you're right. It is conceivable. It could happen. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. When we come back, I want to talk about USPS, and I want to talk about peaceful or maybe not so peaceful transfer of power. We'll be back with my buddy, a good friend, a great host, a great politician, a great delegate. Maybe I shouldn't say politician. It's become a dirty word, right? A state <laughs> delegate from Virginia's 45th district. Um, also, as I said, he's host of the Inside Scoop right here. You can hear every Thursday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Please follow him on Twitter at Mark Levine Talk. That's M-A-R-K-L-E-V-I-N-E Talk on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mark Levine Talk. And his website, marklevinetalk.com. You can tune in tomorrow and hear me then. Yeah. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at lesliemarshallshow.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. We're back with Mark Levine, host of the Inside Scoop. You can hear him tomorrow, every Thursday, right here, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. Also, he is state delegate for Virginia's 45th District. Mark, thank you for holding. Welcome back. Um, I was going to ask you about uh, USPS. 
Um, uh, talk to us about that. Does that change anything except for the fact that the inspector general may walk away in handcuffs? Or will I that? hope so, Louis DeJoy. So this, I think, was another scheme to steal the election. That's exactly what it was. There's hundreds of thousands of ballots, including a lot in North Carolina, by the way. And if there's enough in North Carolina, I may have to backtrack on giving that to Trump. I don't think there's quite enough. But basically, the idea was to waylay a whole bunch of ballots, again, knowing that Democrats were voting by mail more often than Republicans. And, and therefore, if you waylay a bunch of mail ballots, it's a great way to put your finger on the scale of the election. And so that's why the post office was slowing things down. And that's why Trump hired Louis DeJoy. Anyway, they were caught doing it. And he was ordered by a really strong federal uh, district court judge, Emmett Sullivan, who ordered the post office yesterday on election day by three o'clock to make sure that every single ballot was delivered in time because some states have this stupid rule put forward by Republican legislators that said it doesn't even if you file your ballot on time, it doesn't matter. You have to get it to us on time, which is crazy, because if you put it in the mail last Thursday, the mail should get it to, there by Tuesday. It's not your fault if the post office isn't doing a good job. But that was their strategy. So there are hundreds of thousands of ballots that have been waylaid. And that may be why some of these margins are a little bit lower than they otherwise would have been. Now, again, I think Biden has won, barely, beyond the margin of cheating. But this judge said to Louis DeJoy, you get all those ballots there. And the post office said no. We're not going to have Now, now I've, seen, I've seen reports in the post office that they did get the ballots there, but not by three o'clock yesterday, uh, by the end of business or, you know, by uh, yesterday or last night. Is that true or is that not true? I know they said they couldn't do it by three. You may have read something I didn't read because I've been up all night watching election returns. Uh, so I may have missed that. So have but I. I. <laughs> but, but, but I know that they were required to be in court today to answer that judge. And, and let me tell you something about federal court judges. They really don't like it when you disobey their orders. It really makes them unhappy. Uh, so we'll see what kind so, of so what what happens if, in fact, it's proven they and they did they did disobey the orders. So you know what happens? Does the federal judge slap on the hand, or you know what what can happen? What are the ramifications of that? Uh, one for the inspector general, and two, what are the ramifications for the voters? Do we end up having a recount in places like South Florida, where does it twenty seven percent? of uh, those ballots mailed did not uh, reach their destination. Right, now I, I, I wanna see, I've seen the Hill report on that. I wanna see a little bit more evidence on it. Um, that might explain why the Democrats did so bad in Miami-Dade. Everyone's picking on Biden for not appealing to Cuban Americans, but it may be because of this post scandal, but, but we really don't know all the details yet. But what can happen? Well, he can be held in contempt. He can be hauled off in handcuffs. Probably that won't happen, could be fined, but I care much less about the the postal uh, postmaster general the votes, yeah. than I do about the the votes and um, this court would probably say well you didn't follow my order so all these ballots that are now a day late have to be counted but then the U S Supreme Court with its six to three Amy Coney Barrett stuff might just overrule this lower court judge and say nope you didn't get in on time doesn't matter how we don't care luckily I think all these shenanigans which I really worried about yesterday don't matter because Biden won beyond the margin of cheating, but only because I think he's going to win beyond the margin of cheating. Now, I don't know if any of these votes are in Nevada. That would interest me a lot if they're in Nevada. But other than that, I'm not, or, you know, Pennsylvania obviously would matter, or Georgia, the ones that are still not called, North Carolina. 
the ones in Florida, it's kind of a moot point, but um, I think we should know what happened. Sure. No, ab- absolutely. I mean, I know when I vote, I want my vote, you know, to count. And honestly, that's why I didn't mail it in and I went in person. Not that I don't I didn't trust- either. I, yeah, I, I, it's not that I don't trust the post office. And African-Americans uh, don't trust uh, the post office. If you look, they don't like to mail them in. They like to vote on Election Day. Um, and, uh, and that's really was, sad because the post office used is. to be, before Donald yes. Trump, one of the most trusted. Yeah. You ask anyone what's the thing they trust most in government, it was the post office. Right. And 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 it just shows you. We, we also used to trust the FBI and the CIA. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Inspector> <laughs> to a general, I mean, the EPA. depending on what time in history, you know. Right. Um, let, let's talk about peaceful transfer of power. A lot of people gave Hillary Clinton uh, grief former senator, former secretary of state, former first lady, and former Democratic nominee that won the popular vote in 2016, uh, but did not win the Electoral College. Um, And she said that Joe Biden, you know, should not concede no matter what. Um, You know, Bernie Sanders was prophetic about, you know, that it would take time to count these votes. And do you think Hillary Clinton was prophetic that Donald Trump will not go quietly. I think his comments about stopping vote counting, I think his actions about requesting vote counting, even in states that he can't because of certain percentages, um, or talking about stopping uh, the counting, um, are are just uh, examples, and, and him saying, stand down to Proud Boys. And I think that's why people are boarding up their, their shops in my opinion, those, you know, white supremacist gun owners, um, you know, what do we, if you had, if you had to predict, what are we going to see if Joe Biden wins the presidency, wins this election? Well, that's again why I'm so pleased about Arizona and was dancing around seeing Arizona last night, because I feared all along it was going to come out to Pennsylvania, 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 you know, like, like Tim Russell used to say, Florida, Florida, Florida. And if it's one state, the opportunity to to claim shenanigans to claim rigging is just much larger than if it's several and right. so if we win pennsylvania we win georgia which i still think is possible uh nevada michigan then it, it it's a win and i think it's much more likely it'll be accepted as a win um not by some diehards but if, if it had just come down to pennsylvania and if it had come down to the supreme court which wasn't letting hundreds of thousands of people vote even though they cast their ballots validly got it in the mail on time but it was delivered late I mean, that could have been a real national crisis. I mean, I could see, I mean, I know as a liberal, if if the Supreme Court said that these validly cast ballots wouldn't be counted because Louis DeJoy's post office didn't deliver them in time, I mean, I would have taken to the streets um, because people have a right to cast their votes and have them counted. So I think a lot of the, the fear of civil unrest goes away when you have a clear, solid win. And I think Joe Biden's going to give us that. Pennsylvania right now is reporting, according to Associated Press, 85% uh, reporting, and Donald Trump is up uh, by about uh, not not six, uh, five point, almost six percentage points. Um, but you like to look at votes. Uh, we're talking over 400,000 votes. Can that 15% actually contain enough votes to put Biden, you know, over? Um, you know, and, and, and win Pennsylvania? Well, I think it can. Remember, um, I, I, what I'd really like to know, and I don't have these figures, is exactly how many votes are outstanding. And then I do some rough math. Um, the other thing is that when they say reporting, a lot of times they do percentage based on four years ago. 
And my understanding is not just in the nation, we've had the hard, largest voter turnout you know, in a century since women could vote, uh, but that Pennsylvania, everyone knew it was going to be the important state. And so it, its voter participation has, has really hit the roof. So I, I don't know how much is left standing. I still think Joe Biden's got a great chance of winning Pennsylvania. But again, as I said all along, the Nevada, Michigan, Arizona option lets us avoid the the, the problems of yeah, Pennsylvania. They, they, they had like uh, last night, they said like, you know, 1.4 million votes um, that they hadn't counted. And I, I agree. We're not, I'm not look. I'm not seeing those numbers um, for um, for if how it many were 1.4 million. Yes, easily he would do it. I don't think there's that many anymore, but no. I'd have to know exactly how many are outstanding and, and do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to find that with a quick uh, look at uh, Google here, a little Google search. Um, can, have, can, I like, can I share my little map? I want it. That's what I was going to do. We have 60 <laughs> seconds left. I want to share your map, which I love so much. Um, <laughs> so you could put it on your refrigerator along with your children's artwork, Leslie. Um, ever since I was 10 years old, I have made an electoral college map and filled it in with red and blue. So in other words, you were truly a dork, a political dork. I, I, I was, am, and will always be a political dork. And we love you for that. Um, and, and here's, you know, the, the countdown state by state and as they came in. Um, and, um, you know, in all my years of doing this, only one time have I ever gotten a state wrong. And it was Florida in 2000. They called it for Gore. I filled it in blue and they made me make it red. And I refused. And I still have that map because, damn it, I, I no, no, Florida's blue. It's the only time I would not mess up my map. I could. Okay, but I see some white there and I want to see. So you would put. So where I don't we have Nevada, Michigan. Uh, put it up. Uh, put it up. Sorry, I don't want to cover your face. Oh, sorry, sorry. So, so, okay. Nevada. So Nevada, you would put blue. Michigan, well, not yet. I think uh, Nevada and Michigan, I haven't called them yet, but I think Nevada and Michigan will be blue. I think North Carolina will be red. Georgia, 50-50. And Pennsylvania, I'd say leaning blue. Oh, and Alaska's red, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that and that's three, right? So, I mean, uh, three, three electoral All right. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Hopefully, next time I talk to you, we will have a... We will have a President Biden and Vice President Harris. Well, tune in tomorrow and I'll give everyone the latest election news then. Absolutely. Tomorrow you can hear Mark Levine, host of the Inside Scoop with Mark Levine, tomorrow, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great day and try to get some sleep, unlike Mark and I, who are political dorks and won't. <laughs> Thanks, Leslie. Add a little play to your day with the Michigan Lottery. Over 90 online instant games to choose from, with prizes up to $500,000. A Marquette County woman recently won $250,000 playing online. Could you be next? Sign up online today to receive 10 free games with promo code FUN. Visit MichiganLottery.com to add a little play to your day. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees included every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. 5G access requires capable device. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.